Oh, D- D- Randy Quaid. Randy, yes, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's your favorite okay. guy in Men in Black. Uh, no, this is yeah, Gemini Man. <laughs> He's a deleted scene. He's a deleted scene, yeah. It's the movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Welcome, welcome everyone. Uh, as you can hear, we have a new theme song, new intro music. Dennis, how do you feel about this? Oh, I, I'm excited. I I, it, I think it describes us rather well, to be honest. It's a... <laughs> Yeah, you ready to talk about some orgasms this week, man? It's going to be exciting. Oh, only if we're joking about them. Only if we're joking <laughs> about them. That's the only oh, time. Maybe, maybe toss that's in a true. movie review if we have the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's we're, we're kind of like uh, like a sex talk hotline show. So get the callers ready. Uh, so yeah, as you can hear, that's a new, uh, completely different reinterpretation of our, our intro. Uh, that was recorded by our intern Michael uh, and one of his buddies. Uh, totally badass. Oh, it's something for different. Sure. Thanks, we told man. him we we're going Loving for it. a it. new it intro, is. and he uh, stepped <laughs> up to bat. Great. It's kind of cool. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, to- totally, totally different. Um, speaking of totally different, this week we're 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 switching things up. We're gonna give you two old movie reviews, then we're gonna give you a brand new review for a movie that just came out this Friday, and then yeah, we're gonna but... jump into uh, two newer movies that you can easily see at home. Um, so yeah, if you want to start off, uh, you mind if I start off? Are you anything you want to talk about before we no, jump? I'm ready into to go. It? I'm ready to hear about your first review, sir. What you got for us? All right, so I uh, I oh. bared the wilderness. I've I entered the bear's cave once again. I went to the movies to see the 4K restoration of uh, the classic 1988 anime Akira or Akura, whatever you, however you want to pronounce it. Oh, yeah, fucking sweet. Yeah. That's so awesome. I was excited. I saw that they were nice. putting this event on. So I, I I've seen the movie multiple times. This is literally the first anime feature film that I've seen. The only time I remember sleeping over at my grandparents on my dad's side, they took me and my brother to fucking blockbuster to rent movies. And I was probably like four. Nick was probably eight. And we're like, let's get this fucking movie. Damn. And uh, wow. who? I don't think an eight and a four year old knows what the fuck's going on, but it was pretty. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I saw this and I've seen it since then. And um, since then, the last time I saw it was a couple of years ago at the Egyptian theater in Hollywood. But honestly, it's weird. Sometimes when I see anime, I forget what happens. <laughs> and it's like I'm going in a new kind of like I'm like Drew Barrymore in 51st States. So the whole time I'm like, I don't remember any of this. I remember a couple of scenes. So, all right. So the setup for this movie, if you've never heard of it, it's based on a manga. A little bit different, I guess, than the actual anime. So it takes place right after World War Three in the year 2019 in a place called Neo Tokyo. So, uh... Pretty much, we start off with some. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give beat by beat because fuck that. Uh, so pretty much, it's about this uh, biker gang member, a hooligan <laughs> of sorts. He's kind of captured by this, this like weird scientist and and these people that kind of harness children who have these telekinetic powers. And uh, this guy never knew he had powers before, and it turns out he has powers that are off the fucking chart. And some people think he could be the second coming of this, uh, like, fucking energy god named Akira. And at the same time, he doesn't know what's happening. And it's kind of driving him crazy and eating away at him. And his friends from his gang are kind of hunting him down, trying to find him and liberate him. Because he was kind of the screw up and the dope of the group. And pretty much at this point, he's like, he's like freaking out. He, he's, he's escaped from this place once to see his girlfriend. But then they capture him again. Um, and at the same time, his friend is really trying to find him, but he's also trying to get laid. <laughs> so he helps this terrorist chick who's trying to also liberate the children that have been captured. Um, it, you know, it's scary. This takes place in 2019, and it's kind of similar to what's going on now, which is kind of awkward and interesting. Like, it's not about, like, political agendas or anything, but there are these, like, riots in the streets. There's, like, crazy army military uh some police a lot of like corrupt like officers and like 
people trying to stand up for what's right. And plus, they also talked about the twenty, uh, the twenty twenty uh, winter, the twenty twenty Olympics that are taking place in Japan. So I'm like, it's kind of interesting. Oh shit. Um, yeah, this movie is is beautiful. Like for 1988, um, it's it's honestly very visually pleasing. Still, it holds up pretty nice. And like I said, this was a 4K restoration supposedly, but it didn't look like that. Also, when I bought the tickets on this fucking app called Adam Tickets. It said that it was going to be in 4K. It Well, it said it was going to be in 4K, so hopefully it was. But it said it was going to be in IMAX. So we walk over to the IMAX theater, and they had Tenet playing. And I'm like, ah, fuck. We're seeing this on a smaller screen. Wow. But we were the only ones in the audience. It was me, my brother, and my other best friend, Ed. So it was kind of nice. There was no one else in this audience. <laughs> there were people that bought tickets but never showed up. So it was kind of nice just kicking oh, back dang. and having fun watching this. Um, so, yeah, like I said, beautiful looking. Uh, the weird thing about this is in between almost each scene, they have a fade to black and a fade in. So it kind of felt like you're watching a TV show without commercials, mm. which was kind of weird. Yeah, uh, It kind of drags a little bit here and there in the in different areas, but it's kind of trippy. It's it's something different. And like I said, this is a big classic. I was going to call it a cult classic. But when people talk about anime, it's kind of hard to not mention this. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, like I said, I've seen it before. Didn't remember anything about it, but <laughs> now I have it fresh in my head until the next time I see it, apparently. Honestly, I feel like it doesn't fully live up to the hype, so I'm going to give this three and a half pieces of toast out of five pieces of toast. But if you've never seen it before, right. check it out. Forcer. If you like anime. I just, I just see, let's, let's pump the brakes. Let's tires. It, there's a, this is a four-slice scale. If that changes your number... I just, I just, I just want to throw it out there, but we've been, we've been rocking a four slice scale. So listen, <laughs> we just cracked the scale open last week. So I'm a little rusty at it. Sorry. Okay. I will keep, ke- I'll keep it. I'll keep, keep it at three, okay. and three and a half out of, out of four. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's a classic. It's great. Thanks for fucking calling me out. I appreciate that. I hope we get some like fucking squeal, like the fucking sound effects in there, Mike. I'm, I'm looking at you, buddy. Oh my God. Um, but no, thanks for calling me out. Yeah, no, it doesn't change it, which is weird, because as I was saying three and a half out of five, I'm like, that's not nice. It should be higher. It's a better movie than that. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. yeah so, Sweet. yeah, it's almost a four, but I feel like I want to hold four off. I know I think I threw fours around willy nilly last week, but from here on out, four is going to be the gold fucking Michelin standard. Oh, star. yeah, exactly. I, I'm yeah. I'm holding on to my four, my four slicer. For a while. Next time we next time we find mm. something that is uh, Hall of Fame worthy, I'd like our favorite pieces of toast. That that'll be my first uh, four slicer. But we'll we'll see when that comes yeah. down the pipeline. Now, honestly, I forgot to mention there was one other movie because we kind of gave the breakdown of what movies we saw. I'm not going to give a review of this, but I will say me and my girlfriend sat down earlier in the week and we watched a movie that you suggested recently on a couple of episodes back. Hashtag Alive. Oh. And uh, you weren't kidding, man. You even held some stuff back. Oh, so I was happy. I was like uh, the whole time. I'm like, I know where this movie is going. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know fully. Oh, sweet. Right, so oh, awesome. I'm going to piggyback on what the, the stuff you said. Fucking go check out hashtag alive. It's a Korean zombie flick. Dennis talked about it a couple episodes ago. Check it out. Awesome. But also check out Akira. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did, do you have do, you have you seen Akira? I feel like you had. Oh, both, absolutely. Right? Yeah. No, that was funny because I think that was. That may have been the second anime feature I ever watched in my life. The first being huh. uh, one of the Dragon Ball Z TV movies. Mm. But um, Akira is the first one that I remember like sitting through in its entirety and just being fucking glued to the screen. And then um, mm. in our uh, there was a class at Columbia College Hollywood. Don't get too excited, folks. Uh, just kidding. Um, no, we're not that smart. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know I'm not. So you I clearly can hear that school, when, whenever okay? I talk. I um one of the classes movie school that's what watch. it should be called yeah I wish it was called movie school um <laughs> I uh had got to watch Akira and on Blu-ray in the big theater Ooh. so you know like now that's gonna be that, that that thing was fucking killer and then he he had the surround turned up he had that Ron had to come in Ooh. and ask us to turn it down a little bit I that's when you know you got it loud enough man that is 
Oh, okay. dude, that sounds bitchy. Yeah. So where, where 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 did I go wrong? Where 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 did I stray? What do you think? What's your take on Akira? Since I loved it. Why not? Why not it's, get your? To your be honest, view? it's been it's because it's been that long. So it's uh, over ten years now since. Fuck, I've seen we graduated it. eight years ago, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, That's fucking yeah. crazy. That's weird. Um, That's sad. So it's it's been a, like the story. I'm, I I only remember bits and pieces, like you had said before. But I just remember how gorgeous that screen was. Like every frame mm. of that fucking thing is, and the movement. That's I remember watching an anime um, anime special just describing the process and the the sheets that were painted on that they're physically dragging across each other to get some of the movement. Mm-hmm. Like when they're driving through town, some of those highway shots of the motorcycle cityscape uh wides are literally oh, yeah. tracking shots where they're pulling different sheets of clear plastic that are painted the different <laughs> things it's incredible that it looks that detailed and it, oh, it's just beautiful it's a beautiful movie for a movie that's over 30 years old yeah that's insane yeah and the soundtrack is fucking incredible i get goosebumps every time oh, oh yes thank you i forgot to mention that the soundtrack yeah. is fucking phenomenal the score and, is... and i left out yeah. <laughs> the 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 action is pretty badass. Like it's brutal. It starts you off with a big fight scene and it just gets crazier as it goes. Oh yeah. And it's very like it it's not the animation style if you hadn't seen it before, obviously. It everyone moves very human. You it's very realistic mm-hmm. and when the oh god, it's just ugh, if you haven't, go do it. Go go get it. Go see Akira. Go see Akira. I think uh, if you got Hulu, I think uh, you can get the dubbed and the subtitled version nice. on Hulu and watch it for free. But if not, buy it, man. It's a great flick. Oh, or yeah. rent it. Whatever you're, you fancy. So, uh, Dennis, what did you watch for the first movie oh, this week? So, this this one's kind of funny. It's actually a movie I've watched many, many times when I was younger. Kind of the result of di- uh, divorced parents. There's a lot of weeknights where my sisters, my mom... And I end up watching things that maybe my sisters and mom probably more excited about initially, but they became near and dear to my heart. So this is going to be something along the lines of Greece, where it's like I've seen it a hundred times, and I probably need to look back at this and with a new lens mm. <laughs> as an adult now, or at least as much of an adult as I am. And <laughs> I remember so the, the film I'm getting to. Holy shit, that took forever. <laughs> the title of eighteen the, minutes later. 18 minutes later. The title of the film is Never Been Kissed, uh, starring Drew Barrymore, David Arquette, and Michael Vartan. This is a film that came out in 1999, and it was uh, directed by Raja Gosnell, who is actually known for doing several things. I bring it up right now. I want to say the freaking Scooby-Doo movie. What? Um, the live action? Yes. Directed. Yep. Directed Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2, Big Mama's House. Um Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes, Dennis. I'm going to call you out. It's not Scooby-Doo 2. It's Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. He unleashed, well, he directed the unleashing of those monsters. So. Yeah. Just... I don't know why. that. I, I, I don't recall the movie, but I always, when I get when I mention that movie, I got to be like, Monsters Unleashed. It just sounds fucking badass. God. Sorry. Well, I, I don't know why no... I shut you up for that. Sorry. No. There were no monsters unleashed in Never Been Kissed. This It's a little tamer than that. Well, at least, okay, it starts off tame. And then the movie takes some pretty fucked up turns by today's standards. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. So Drew Barrymore plays a report. Uh, she works for a newspaper. She's a copy editor that she desperately wants to be a reporter. She wants to be out in the field. And uh, Gary Marshall plays the editor in chief. He's in charge. He owns, runs the newspaper. And um he's hilarious by the way he he's wants to get an inside story he needs to get a big scoop to try to beat out the next big newspaper in chicago and they want to send someone undercover and he picks the very unassuming very kind of quiet know-it-all drew barrymore her character (laughs) named josie geller that and tells her she's going to enroll in high school and get the inside scoop of what kids are doing these days so it's kind of like 21 jump street there, yeah, but she's doing a on Jump Street as like a 25 or 26 year old or something or 27. God, I should. She says <laughs> it later in the film, and I I should have fucking. Jesus, Dennis, you've enough. seen this movie a million times. You don't know how old Mel Geller was. Come on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Josie Grossi was was in her mid 20s at least, and she gets. Whoa, whoa! Sent, I thought you said Geller. You you're, you're picking on her. What? Oh, it's if. 
fans of the film already know this is this is a <laughs> reference to later in the film or one of her old high school room uh nicknames is reminded to her by her younger brother played by david arquette it's like do you remember nice. what they used to call you in high school <laughs> josie grossy <laughs> and it cuts to a Horrible, horrible uh, flashback scenes of her getting picked out in high school. But that's really the setup. So clearly this woman, she has an obvious disconnect to what's hip with kids her age. And she immediately gravitates towards like the nerdy kids, which this whole cast is kind of nuts. There is a lot of people in this film that are recognizable. Drew Barrymore, David Arquette, Michael Vartan, which I mentioned. There's also Molly Shannon, John C. Riley, oh, yeah. uh, Octavia Spencer. Ooh. There's a couple of there's several scenes with a very young Jessica Alba and James Franco. Huh. There was another. See, there's there's a few. Oh, Lily Sebesky, who plays the um, girl who befriends Drew Barrymore's character right off the bat. Now, what, what, what is she athlete. from? Oh, uh, uh, I wasn't sure. Is that the actress name or is that just actress the name? Lily Sebesky. Yeah, she's been huh. in many, many things. Uh, OK, sorry. It doesn't matter. It's just all the other names I knew. But I'm like, I don't know. What oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, wow. Oh, OK. It's like I, if I saw her face, I'd probably know, I guess. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Anyways, whole lot of interesting people. So she goes about trying to get the, you know, what's what's hip, what's cool, what are the kids getting into? And then she's just kind of coming up with bump, bunkus because she's not good at socializing with the other students. And she keeps embarrassing herself. She tries to go party and then she eats a fucking pot brownie and just gets blasted out of her mind <laughs> in what is probably the most inappropriate club I've ever seen because their high school teachers also go to the same place the high school students Ooh. go to party. Now I'm going to start getting into the, the, the real issue here. Michael Vartan is playing the hunky teacher that uh, Drew Barrymore starts fawning over. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And they, yeah. like she, he uh, has her attention first day of class. She's just immediately like just gushing over him. And that alone already starts getting fucking weird because you see it in Michael Vartan's face too. His character is obviously reacting to it. And then they oh. proceed to have this flirtatious relationship where the, throughout the film, they start getting closer. They, uh, there's these, there's the, uh, the club where they meet up and they chat for a minute. And there's a, a fucking, they ride a Ferris wheel together. Cause she's try She just wants to ride the, <laughs> Ferris wheel and just like oh we got a loner and then Michael Vartan happens to be in the boardwalk too and I all right oh yeah you. and it's this whole yeah teachers thing. jumping in and then there's this so there's all this build up and of course you know the nerdy she starts becoming more popular David Arquette comes comes into the scene to start trying to help her out by <laughs> uh, making her more popular by spreading all these rumors how they used to date which that's fucking gross because the dudes just start asking him well how is she and he starts making stuff up and are there like no security guards at this school they're just letting kids in left and right who look like adults enough there's a hilarious scene at the beginning which is that her going through security getting her fingernail clippers taken away because that's a weapon uh huh. and uh, her tape recorder gets taken that she takes her notes on and he hits oh. he hits play and out of context it's just her saying i can buy a grab a bowl by the balls which is a reference to huh. something john c Riley says earlier in the film so, yeah, there is security. They don't do their jobs. <laughs> so David Arquette's just a fucking 25-year-old, 23-year-old guy trying to play base high school baseball. His whole thing is he's trying to get back in the baseball team because he lost his shot trying to get into the major leagues. And oh. this was his way of just trying to play again. Then he starts dating a 16-year-old which is its own fucking oh. weird storyline. And he's trying and he's it's he's made it clear he's not slept with her, but he there's reference to him like having to resist. And then all the while the Drew Barrymore Michael Vartan's story. Come on, DJ Art David Arquette dad. Get your shit together. It. You got a kid yeah. in the oh, future. Yeah. Okay, well he doesn't he doesn't know yet. Oh that's true. So all of this, of course, builds up to the fucking prom that's ha going to happen at the end of the movie and the big reveal. And I'm just going to spoil it, this part right now that, yes, she has to reveal herself at the prom in front of everyone. This part what? really fucks with me, though. Michael Vartan, of course, at the prom, because, of course, he is. He's a mm -hmm. teacher trying to bang students. Well, he he's gets, at a boardwalk trying to bang girls. He gets he gets so like disappointed he's been lied to and then walks out and is like oh, oh why did you lie to me oh i'm not i just don't think i can 
be with you. And it's like, you were wanting to. Oh, anyways. Oh, that's fucked. So there's a whole other scene of will they, won't they after that. That you're going to have to see for yourself. But it's just a movie that does not survive these modern times, I don't think. And I think you couldn't make this anymore. You couldn't make this movie again, that's for sure. Now, it's very well performed. The dialogue is funny. But then there's just so many fucked up situations just throughout the whole film. Hmm. So I'm personally going to have to give this um, two slices because uh, it's a little rough sell now, unless it's like my, I feel like unless it's my situation where you kind of, uh, it's nostalgic to watch it again and you appreciate the cast, which go for it. If you're interested in the cast, just be ready for some pretty fucked up blank check style storylines of <laughs> adults and children. And this is, it's not that. Yeah, that doesn't work very well. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Uh-oh, stinky. So. Oh, boy. I think up next. Why don't, why don't we do some? Let's tag team a, a film we both got to watch this week. This is the, uh, yeah. the the new release. This is the upcoming. This is the hot ticket, sir. If you're downloading this episode and listening to us on Thursday, October, like, whatever, first or whatnot, you're in luck because tomorrow there's a new movie called bum 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 oh wait is it ra- it's raining out here i'm sorry if you guys hear raindrops um i, I don't know why i inter- uh, intervened with that uh new movie called the antenna this is a turkish movie yes. and uh you can you can't go to a theater and see it but you can go to virtual theaters october 2nd i got it here october 2nd nice it's going to be playing you can go to limley.com that's a los angeles based theater uh, if you're from New York and other major areas, you can go to Alamo On Demand or uh, Philadelphia. They got the Film Society. You can purchase tickets there and watch it on their websites. Or you can wait till October 20th for the U.S. and Canadian VOD release on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, everywhere pretty much. But uh, yeah, let's get in. So this is another screener situation we have. So yes, we're blessed again with the screener. So this is sweet. Hey. Um, I'm kind of excited about this one. This this movie was uh, I don't know. Do you, is it okay if I try to give my rendition of what I, it, I thought it was? And you then, hit it, man. All right. So um, it's about now, and it's kind of like a weird dystopian style future, but it's not fully. It's kind of modern day. But uh, the government wants to put antennas on, uh, like, satellite-style antennas on people's roofs so they can get, like, updated news blasts, essentially, from what would be the government. Mm -hmm. And there's no excuse why they don't know this is happening. So we see a guy who kind of runs a fucking apartment building. He's kind of like the all-around jack-of-all-trades here. Yeah. He shows up to work, and they're like, we're installing this, and uh, you got to make sure it goes safe. So, uh... This guy's down talking to one of the tenants and then splat, the guy installing it plummets to his death. And it's like, oh, wow, this just took a dark turn. Fuck yeah. And then slowly you see this weird black ooze uh, that looks like paint. It looks like a lot of different things kind of getting into different areas of apartments and kind of getting into people and like taking people over and causing them to either kill or commit suicide or do these brutal acts of violence oh yeah and uh it's kind of this guy has to figure out what's going on and try to stop it i don't know that's what i got from it what what, what is your take it's a little different it seems i think it's a lot of it was up in the hmm okay so i i took me a minute to digest this one because it's it it has a certain pace uh, that, that mm-hmm. is, that, that is point for point. That is exactly how the, the fucking ball gets rolling. That Adam, you knocked it out of the park, you, but it, the oh, way you explained it was, so, was, let's just put it this way, much more succinct than the way the film yeah. shows it to you. It, uh-huh. it takes some time to get through some of these, like for instance, the, uh, the body. No, drop no, thing, Dan, it's not some, it takes time to get through every, every scene everything. in this movie. It takes time. Yes too much you see a room and you you see 15 seconds of a room and then you see someone walk into the room and then there's a whole scene and then the scene keeps going sorry yeah no no i I agree with you there there's you see you see this was a two-time walk gotta take a break oh yeah 
I had to take a break. I was kind of like, oh, fuck this movie. And then I was happy I came back because it got kind of interesting, but it just it ramps up for me. It but... definitely ramps up. But I will. Let, yeah. me, let me tell you, folks, that ramp up like the, the first hard one doesn't happen until like 45 minutes into the film. It it's mm. it's a slow burn is putting it lightly. So the uh, the devil all the time, I would have called a slow burn. But that one kept me glued mm-hmm. to the screen. Like there's always something moving. There's always something going on. This film is so it's it's all tones. It's all definitely it's your they want you to be in the room with the character, not just observing what's happening. And I kind of feel like there's so many moments that are just like, you know what? I probably could have lived without that. There's a there's a couple of BC storylines that it's like, did we need to see any of this? And it's like we didn't even resolve it. The the, the little kid, yep. he's still kind of trapped in that apartment, isn't he? We never came back to that. Mm-hmm. He's just screaming like there. Um, I had there's but while while there are issues, I did love how it was shown to us. It was shot very well. I thought I liked uh-huh. uh, I liked that they weren't afraid to leave a, to use a lot of static shots because it was so unsettling. And there were so many times where it's like, yeah, even the main character, I think because of his job, he was trying not to show much emotion. So that when he did, it was profound. Like when you saw him actually get scared, it was like, oh, my God, his face is actually doing something for once. Every, <laughs> everyone else is kind of stoic because it's like they're all at home in their low rent apartment. Can I touch base on that really yeah. quick with you? So I, I had mixed thoughts because these kind of look like bland sets, but I'm like, no, nah, I get it. This is supposed to be like a dystopian Turkey. So it, the, the buildings are really lived in and they're, they're dreary, yeah. but they kind of look like a fucking a college film student making something and not putting production value in. But I feel like yeah. it might've been purposeful, I think, I, but I don't know. I, I, I went back and forth a lot on that. $200,000. It was, it was, I a, believe that a low budge. They, but for, mm. if for that number though, like they definitely got some mileage out of it. They definitely. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's, it, it's still very, excuse me. The, the, the way the information is given to you is very interesting. And like Adam was saying, you, you see the, the, this ooze stuff that clearly has come in with the satellite. It is slowly taking over the apartment and the way they're showing it to you is really neat, but it's like, they mm-hmm. show it to you four different ways. And it's like, I kind of get it. I, let's let's move, yeah. let's hit the next point. Like, what are we building up to? I'm kind of tired of seeing the same. Yeah, it's it's killing people. Yeah, it's it's hurting people. The the other girl who's the whose dad went ballistic. That was kind of mm-hmm. that was that whole thing was weird to me. The, with the bird in the cage and he's like her uh, bird. The, the hair chopping off. Yeah, the yeah, because like the broken wing. It's like this. She wanted to leave the cage and he's like punishing her. It's. It was, but once again, that lived in that scene way too long. And we cut yeah. cutting back to her being in that bathroom and her dad on the other side. It's like, we know. Let's get into the next part of this scene. But that first what's gonna happen with first her? turn, that was cool. I really dug that scene. Yeah. When she was watching when she was watching out the window and he just walks into the bedroom and walks back out with the fucking scissors in his hands. I was like, mm-hmm. I there's so many good, powerful moments like that. They're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. But then you just totally deflate him when you just leave it on the burner. We're just we're still yep. here. You jump ship to something else that here. could be. You're on the edge of your seat for a minute, <sighs> and then you cut to something mundane happening somewhere else, and it's like, oh, okay. And then you jump back to it, and it's like we we've sailed past this many times. Let's move move on here. And another thing that kind of got me on that was when we're in the mundane stuff. It's just like there's some moments where it's quiet. There's nothing. There's no music. There's no dialogue. And then something cool happens and this sweet fucking cool music yeah. kicks in and then it dies off. And it's like, well, let's have more music. Let's have more like sound tones. Let's have some fo- Foley in the background. I, I didn't always need it because I, I liked the it, I liked the unsettling feeling it gave me when the music was gone, because sometimes yeah. it was really quick. It was just a few seconds. I'm like, true. Hey, what? I would. You know, it because the music was almost the relief or the music was priming you for the next what you thought was going to be a jump. And then there's never a jump scare in this whole thing. But I, they kept priming you for it. They kept charging you up for it. And to me, you know what I, moment I, I really like? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. Uh, to, to go with that, what scene I liked where they played with the audio a lot 
is the the fucking bathtub scene. Like you're like, oh, I wish there was audio, and there wasn't. And then it kicked in, and then it kicked out, and you're in the zone of what's happening to this character. You're fucking drowning. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was nuts. I that um, and I liked I liked this weird old media kind of pres- uh, presentation with like the VHS style mm-hmm. antenna style broadcast. Anytime that there's uh, horror things that feature that type of shit on screen, the everyone watching the broadcast and you know, those types of themes, <laughs> I love that shit. It's cheesy, I know, but I love it. It's it's scary because if that really were to happen, mm-hmm. that's a terrifying thought. You know, something that's relatable because we I think everyone's seen the. At yeah. least the tests when they do the emergency broadcast test in your TV. There's that time when you were a kid where it probably startled you or something. And I, I like. Oh, it's still sometimes will get me. I'm like, is this a test? Like when it takes a while and it's just. Oh. Beep, and yeah. then then it kicks in. And it's like, it's a test because now it's like, who knows what the fuck is going on in this world? But that's what I like. They really set you up right in the get go. You kind of hear stuff a little bit about the antennas and yeah. stuff in the opening when he's getting ready for work. And then later on, you kind of see it on the TV. And like you were saying, I like even the technology. They have like antiquated technology. Like when he's at work and he wants to wake up and he pulls out that radio yeah. and it's some old 80s or 70s style radio. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. It's it's clear. Everyone's just making do with what's 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 there. That This is not a big fancy I don't think he's, you know, you don't see a smartphone the whole movie. This is just uh, mm-hmm. pe- people going about their business. But then, you, then again, you don't really know what their day is like because it starts off fucked up. So it's but <laughs> that we keep coming. You know, I sounds like I like you. It, the movie then kept drawing me back in with something really cool. Yeah. And then it would just drag the fuck back out. Uh, so I want to throw. Oh, well, let's I kind of want to tease them with. Without saying the ending, I will like to say I'm not sure I was a fan of the ending. I I was loving it up until like the in the until final, that final the moment final scenes. I loved it. Yeah, until the last moment, I'm like, okay. Like if they kept it off when he was in that area before he exits and the rain oh, happens in that yeah, long yeah, yeah, yeah. drawn out scene, I was like, holy shit! I did. This is the this is what I wanted from the movie. It's kind of the eerie vibe and the creepiness yeah. and then you just cut outside to a very long shot of something happening and you're like oh did that happen because they do this thing that happens to end the movie from such a wide shot and it's like you know what's funny oh that's where i wish it, one thing that's or... where i wish it would have ended is on, yeah. on that shot right there but when and you cut boom. inside there the everything else when you cut there inside to I, uh, sorry i'm sorry yeah. i just couldn't you lost me there we already saw the the thing once you didn't need to keep beating yourself over the head with it get i understand the character turned and i think we got that with the without the sound mm-hmm. go back to what the rest of the film was doing and living in that weird you know because you only have the rain at this point and yeah uh, which is fun and unsettling yeah. i love the rain concept and like it was coming down hard mm-hmm. but i'm i'm not gonna lie i really liked like I like this movie a lot more than LX twenty forty eight last week's movie. I had a hard time swallowing that pill. Oh, for but sure. this one, I'm like, like I said, I stopped watching it, but I'm like, I gotta fucking finish it. And then I was so happy I finished it. Oh, for sure. so for me, I think the slice scale. I'll give this like a two slicer. Two slicer. It's not amazing, but it's not terrible. Me as well. I'm also giving it two slices. It's one of those. You know what? If it comes down your pipeline, if you like. If if you're into a weird vibey horror movie that's not not gonna follow the lines, it's not a slasher, it's not a killer, it's not a monster. Mm-hmm. There's things in it, but it's 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 interesting. I, I challenge you to give this a chance if any of that type of unsettling, tony, dark horror movie sounds interesting to you, check it out. But yeah, I, I'll jump on board and I'll I'll second that. But I will say it was it was really reassuring to see someone take an original spin on a horror movie because like you said it's not a slasher it's not torture porn it's not a creature feature this is a contained kind of movie which is like why don't we get more of this and and like you said they really got the most bang for their buck on such a low uh budget yeah especially this last few sets were cool then when you get into that that Mm -hmm. weird world it's the i liked those rooms he was in those that was neat stuff yeah no that was the solid so uh Dennis, what uh, what did you uh, see next? What's the, your newer movie? No, I know that's a brand new movie, but something that people can watch at home that's right now. Is there anything you got? Yeah, yeah, I've got I got a film from 2019. It came out with everyone's favorite man in black. This is Gemini Man. Tommy Lee Jones? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Patrick Warburton. Well, welcome to Earth. 
Oh, d- d- Randy Quaid. Randy, yes, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's your favorite okay. guy in Men in Black. Uh, no, this is yeah, Gemini Man. <laughs> He's a deleted scene. <laughs> He's a deleted scene, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Gemini Man, it's a, tells the story of uh, Will Smith, who's <laughs> a uber successful hitman. He's just the fucking best. He's uh, he's done it all, seen everything. Uh, where we we open up on his, his most recent job, and uh, which, by the way, I'm gonna fucking start off right now saying this was the coolest scene in the movie to me. Is the is the cold open just seeing him do his last assassination? Uh huh. And that should tell you something right now. So he, so yeah, uh, aging aging hitman. He's he's trying to get out of the game. He's winding down. He's done. He's done working for the, these folks. And he found out like this last guy I worked for. Oh, that wasn't actually the guy you said he was. Well, that's fucked up. How many other people did I kill? Were they not the people you said they were? And this this made up government agency connected to the U.S. government's like, oh, shit, our best guy. He's trying to quit. We got to make sure <laughs> we got to wrap up that loose end, of course. And we're going to send our best guy to go get him. So uh, Will Smith is trying to figure out who's after him, like who's trying to who's got a hit on him because he knows someone's tailing him. His war buddies are getting picked off one by one after he talks to him. So he knows he's getting followed and listened to and all this shit. And this dude comes and just beats the shit, beats the shit out of him with a motorcycle. That was a cool scene, too. Mm. Uh, this maskless person after he's uh, linked up with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's going to be like his handler that she fucking fails at her job right off the bat. And he spots her a mile away. Um, Can I jump in and say, I normally love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She is normally a knockout in everything she does, but I feel like her, she kind of falls flat in this one. I, I feel like she's will, underutilized. Probably. Yeah. I have to, I'm no, I'm totally going to agree with you on that. Cause there's again, it's like one, I'm going to go back to the same problem. It's like one of the earlier scenes for every character in the movie is like the one I liked. So the scene of her with mm. when she had the fucking one-on-one fight in the little the boat shack, uh, the the harbor, yep. whatever the fucking yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. tiny little room. She's duking it out with this other like assassin dude, and she pins him to the ground, starts questioning him, and he's just and he starts talking shit, and he's like, "You're gonna tell me what you know." And the fucking scene when Will Smith comes up, it's like, "How do you know he's telling the truth?" And she just fucking dumps a handful of teeth into his hand, doesn't say anything, <laughs> just walks away, uh, just. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking awesome. She, that that was the most badass she is in the movie. Um, uh, my girlfriend Val, she would say it's when she was getting dragged behind Will Smith, firing the machine gun, providing cover fire as he was dragging dragging her behind because she was injured. Which well, I thought cool. it was kind of I thought yeah, but it's like I've also seen that in like a hundred other movies. So yeah, I, I want to see her kicking ass again. Yeah, even more ass and more teeth. Like that should be her thing. No, so, knock your teeth out. I got it. I. I gotta, I gotta rush through this part because it starts getting painful real fast. This guy that starts wailing on him with a motorcycle, which was all cool, turns out to be a clone of Will Smith. Oh fuck! So he's he's fighting. Wait, 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 Dennis. Where's Randy Quaid? There's... Everyone's favorite nope, man no, in black. Sir. What no, happened sir. to him? I, I'm sorry. He's just not in this movie. What? He's just not here. A deleted scene, then, right? Sure. Okay. You got to get that on the okay, DVD okay. bonus extra. You got to find that in the Easter egg menu. All right. It'll be there. <laughs> I, I really thought he was the, the world's best assassin. Uh, I guess. I, no, he's I the world's was. he's the world's best alien killer. He he, he flies. That's true. Flies F-15s he into aliens. did save the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he did save the world once. Um, exactly. Sorry. So. So, Dennis, who who's hunting down Will Smith? Will Smith. Will uh, Fresh Will Prince. Smith is hunting down Fresh Will Prince Smith. Is hunting down fucking old as fuck Will Smith. Um, oh, that's hot. That's hot. Is Carlton with him? I I wish cousin? I fucking wish Alfonso was in this too, but he was not. <laughs> so uh, it gets revealed this is a clone of him. They start like exchanging words and stuff, and they meet up. I gotta say that CG was so fucking distracting his face kept morphing it just looked like yes plastered his face onto someone it just oh, looked thank god so bad there's fight scenes there's okay fight scenes everyone looked like they were made out of rubber like they were moving around mm-hmm. liquid not like a human being should move and it, 
that was so it just took me out of the movie so many fucking times and they were promoting this movie as a revolutionary movie this was gonna be like a game changer this was ang lee changing everything and they were saying oh it looks so great and i thought i was just a fucking idiot who's like yeah, that looks kind of no, cheesy and bad. No, okay, thank no, God. No, 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 no. This is this is another on the scale of uh, is this an Angley stinker or golden film? And it's like I feel mm-hmm. like if this it, is an Incredible Hulk. He made yes. Oh, this is this is deep under the Hulk scale. This is this is we're hulking out hard here. Um, mm. I I'm gonna <laughs> go right right to the end because I don't give a fuck on this one. We get one too many Smiths because guess what? There's another clone trying to kill the clone and the original. What? It's no way. It, this this movie has one too many wills. <laughs> okay, there's just I but but, but do Dennis, it. by yeah. the end of the movie, it's not like Will Smith goes to college or anything. It's just one Will Smith, right? Oh no, he kind of adopts the young Smith. Young Smith gets to go to college because <laughs> Old Smith made sure young Smith could get there. Don't worry. Oh, what a He's, what a sweetheart. It's so old. Uh, the dialogue is not good. His it just feels cheap. He hits the same mm-hmm. beats. I like what's the reference? He makes he makes the same reference to Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character like three or four times throughout the movie. I'm like, fucking stop saying that line. It's getting so old. You beat it. <laughs> it this is this is half a slice. I was gonna give it one. Oh wow! This is this is the like the slice that someone wanted. Mm, I just want half a piece. This is the piece that's left over because no one wanted the. This is like half. the triangle cut that you get at a restaurant where they're like, "We're not gonna cut in half. We're gonna triangle slice this." I, I don't mind the triangle slice. That's not my issue. My okay production friends. <laughs> when you when when they have the box of donuts from the morning and there's like that fucking quarter of one left. That someone like oh fuck you fuck that oh, asshole yeah. you know you know one's eating oh, that fucking fuck thing. that it's got your fucking thumbprint throw it away don't be a fucking douche disgusting this is that last crummy piece slice level mm-hmm. there might be worse in fact I'm sure I know there's worse I know there's worse films but well, you aren't far away I need to spare you toasters who have not seen Gemini Man don't do it. I, I got I to thank you for this. All right. So I saw this last summer one night after I was uh, working a whole day shift. And then I went to a Mystery Science Theater live event. And right across the street was an AMC. So I'm like, right, I want to see this. I like Will Smith. This is going to be great. Sure. And I fucking I, I watched it. I'm like, oh. And then I, I fucking fell asleep. And I woke up. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's still, uh, it's still happening, happening huh? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, okay, this movie was not good, but I'm like, I was tired. And like, I was excited when I saw it's on Hulu and Amazon right now. And I'm like, maybe I'll rewatch it. But you just saved me. Like, this movie's not even an hour. It feels two like two, long. two and a half it's hours. It's two hours long and it's 40 minutes too long. Like, you legit can yeah. cut so much out of this movie. I'm like... It probably would have been a better movie. It Oh, it would have been so much better if you would have made it that much tighter. I, I, we don't need almost half of this film and that is saying something like again there's so many warnings in this that it was just like okay but i will tell you the opening scene is really fucking cool that that much i'll describe to you because this is the only part worth watching go youtube it even because that's probably the only thing worth saying (laughs) well again will smith is on his last drive he's he's uh with a with a rifle he's trying to shoot someone on a speeding train like a bullet train or some shit as he, from a fixed point, a mile or it was like two kilometers away, I think is what they uh, ended up saying was his distance was mm-hmm. while the train the train is going full speed. And the guy is sitting in a crowded train with people next to him. And there, he has like a spotter riding the train to make sure the shot's clear. And like this little girl walks up to the guy he's about to shoot and kill. And the guy's just like, no, no, you know, trying to call him off, call him off, call him off. And he's just like, the shot's not clear. And he's waiting, and he's waiting, he's waiting. But the tunnel's coming up and he's, his window's closing of trying to get the shot off. And he times it so like the bullet just hits him as he's entering the tunnel. So like the train goes dark and you just hear the glass yeah. crack and... The, they come out the other side of the tunnel and there's the blood spray. You, the, you hear the screaming and shit. And job is done. Mm-hmm. It, that part was fucking cool. And that's how you oh, start yeah. the movie. And that's like, all right, we're in for a good fucking yeah, action like, flick. Yeah, okay. That was bad. I want to see more of this Will Smith. But then it, it's like, it's like Avenger. It's like comic booky the rest of the time. Then he's like fucking no scoping fools left and right. Mm-hmm. He's shooting people off of buildings while like barely blinking an eye at him. And it's like, that's not as cool 
He's fucking playing baseball with a fucking hand grenade, essentially, oh, for a God. while. With a gun. Yeah, yeah, as a yeah. Baseball it's, it's, it, gets, it just gets fucking over the top. When in the opening scene, we're actually watching him do the math of, like, the fucking Earth rotation and the gravity drop and all of that shit that, like, snipers do and stuff to get their shots that distance. I liked seeing that, all of that build up to that. Rest of the film doesn't give us that satisfaction. Garbage. Mm. Garbage. But I'm I'm oh, hoping, man. This is this is intense. This is I, I might be able to, but I, I will say this is a lot to give a movie half a slice of toast, man. That is you mean you know he means business here, guys. That that's that's legit. So I'm gonna try to pull you out of this. So uh Dennis, you know everyone's favorite fucking detective, Sherlock oh, Holmes. Course. And his brother, Mycroft Holmes, like they're oh, classic. Everyone sheesh, knows about them. Sure. But, sure uh, but, um, but do you, <laughs> you sound like you, you've never seen any Sherlock things. Dennis. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I know Iron Man was I Sherlock read. Holmes once. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You got to check out this BBC series. Oh, uh, yes. Sherlock. Yeah. It's great. That's, that's, that's where I met this guy, Mycroft, his brother, who's like a cop and like, he works like the proper oh, way nice. Sherlock okay. who works like the super sleepy way. So sorry. I, I'm sorry to be like, you know, his brother. Like, I just I had to rile you up because I don't, I didn't know Dr. Yeah. Watson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, you may know them, but do you know their young sister, Anola Holmes? No, no, you don't do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently these two guys have a young sister who's being raised uh, fatherless because the father died when she was young and uh, she's young herself. She was about 16 when we meet her and she's being raised uh, by her mother. This is um, Helena Bottom Carter. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's in for a wacky situation. So I watched the Netflix movie, Enola Holmes. So uh, the setup to this movie there, uh, there's a lot going on, but the setup here is on her 16th birthday. Enola Holmes wakes up to see her mother who she spent every day of her life learning from, having fun with like she's done everything karate with their mother fucking bow and arrow training uh she's read every book she's learned chemistry like everything these two are inseparable they're they're like sidekicks and her, she wakes up and her mother is vanished uh, no signs of struggle she wasn't kidnapped she just up and left and uh she left a couple of little things for anola and um then we see her brothers come to town and it turns out that her brother Sherlock is played by Superman himself, Henry Cavill, hmm. which is interesting. We're not this Sherlock isn't like full of himself. He's just like, yeah, he's kind of quiet, reserved, something that you're not used to seeing uh, Henry Cavill play. And then you see his brother played by this uh, guy, Sam Claflin, who is just a despisable asshole. Like he he thinks he's better than his family. He, he thinks money is everything. He thinks his sister was raised by like a wolf, essentially. He thinks his mother was a piece God. of shit. And he's like, well, Enola is my ward. I want her to have a better life. She needs to get married. She, she's a tomboy. I don't believe in this shit. She's going to this fucking girls school. She's going to become a woman and she's going to get married off. And I'm going to have no worries. Uh, Enola, don't <laughs> play that game. She doesn't like that. So she fucking, after talking to Sherlock, she's like, dude, I don't want to do this. And Sherlock's like, I remember you when you were a kid. And like, he was telling her things she didn't even remember. And like, so she's like, fuck this. I'm getting picked up tomorrow. I'm escaping. I'm going to go out and find my mother. She left me clues and I'm going to fucking find her. I'm going to head into the big city of London, England. Uh, so she flees. So essentially it's her hunting down her mother and then her brother's hunting her <laughs> down. And then, as if that's not enough, she ha is helping solve another fucking oh, mystery. Cool. She meets a young man on a train who uh, escaped from his family, and his family is trying to find him because they're worried about him. But there's also a hitman after him. So there's there's a lot going on Damn. in this movie. Yeah, no guys. kidding, man. My God. Yeah. And uh, Anola, she breaks the fourth wall. She's like a fucking mini Deadpool. This, And she's played by uh, Stranger Things star, Millie Bobby Brown. So it's kind of charming. Like she's charming, but I feel like there's one too many stories. This movie, man, I think is, uh, what, what is, what is the runtime of this bad boy? Um, I'm just trying to look it up here. Uh, it is a, 
movie that runs uh, two hours and three minutes. And uh, I I didn't watch this with Sarah. She actually watched this with uh, an old co-worker and we were both talking about it. And uh, there's one too many mysteries going on here. And it's about 45 minutes too long. And uh, there's some stuff that's not fully wrapped up by the end of the movie. But I will say it's charming. It's delightful. It's playful. It's nice seeing this like different take of Sherlock. It's nice seeing like a young detective finder fucking footing, and it's it's kind of heartbreaking. Oh and wow! Okay, I it's interesting. Like, is it great? No, but is it dog shit? No, I'd say this is about a two and a half slicer out of out okay of four slices. Which I guess the director right before I watched it, he's like. Yeah, I got a plan for this. This franchise is going to be five movies long. And I'm like, whoa, dude, fucking pump the brakes. Why did, why, if you want five movies, why'd you have like three plots in this? Oh, God, yeah. Fucking make each movie its own fucking plot, man. Like, I hate when people are now like, we're making franchises. I know this, this, and this. It's like, sit back, make the the first movie right. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, goddammit. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, there's still a mystery afoot at the end of this movie, kind of. Um, but it's kind of wrapped up with a little bow, a happy go lucky ending, which still leads for mm, more to come. Okay. It's it's on Netflix. You should check it out if, if you're kind of a fan of sleuthing. I'm not gonna lie, when they revealed who uh, hired the killer, the hitman to try, go after the young boy, I didn't see it coming. Oh. I didn't, and I should have, oh, but shit. I didn't. So that was nice. What happened with the mother? I didn't fully see coming because she worshipped her mother. And at one point she questioned if her a lunatic because she thought her mother was about to pull a terrorist oh attack, what? essentially. Jesus. And that I was like, I want to see this. But they don't go any oh. further into that. Oh, God damn it. Um, which is uh, really, really yeah, a letdown to me. But I don't want to say too much about the movie. It's 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 if you're looking for a little feel good movie, you got two hours to hmm. spare. Check it out, but don't think you're you're seeing a Robert Downey Jr. or a BBC Sherlock. This is its own thing. It's based a uh, children's uh, young adult novel, I believe, mm. a franchise of okay. adult novels. So, know know the realm that you're yeah. living in. All right, but uh, oh, yeah. So it, it it's better. I will say it's 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 a definitely a pickup from Gemini oh, yeah. Man. It's definitely better than the antenna. So, yeah, it's good. It's not three. It's not four uh, pieces of toast good, but uh, two and a half, I think, is a very decent. Nice, zone man. To I, I will say you've got me more intrigued by it because yeah. I, I got to be honest, going in, going into it when I saw advertising for it, I'm like, hmm, I do not care about this. That for some reason, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but just nothing grabbed me. As soon as she looked into the mm-hmm. lens and started talking, I'm like, mm, next. This is I don't know why that really yeah. bothered me. And it's not like breaking the fourth wall doesn't always hit me that way i think it was just the way it was presented mm-hmm. and like the given this what i you know it's a sounds like it was going to be a, a holmes story but you know she it you know yep. i figured there was going to be some mystery solving and as you said there's there's definitely some sleuthing so that's when i was just kind of like mm, mm-hmm. i don't know if i want to have the story told to me this way for this long in this, you know i don't know makes sense but for what you said it, i'm a little more intrigued by it now that does sound yeah. Uh, it'll it'll land on my queue now. And they, I'll, they put, I'll put it on the queue. I'd be intrigued at some point if you do see it. You're not going to review it on the show, but I'd be intrigued to see what your take is. And I will say, they don't overly do the fucking fourth wall. And I mean, it happens a lot. At one point, one of the characters looks at her and he's like, what? what? <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like, do they know she's doing it? She... But just the charisma that this girl has doing it, it's like she owns oh, nice. this role. And uh, so that's why I'm like, it's cool. But like you said, I know fucking Netflix is bashing over people's skull the past couple of weeks. I've avoided every opportunity of watching a trailer because I'm like, I want to go on blind. And uh, there wasn't very much uh, coming out this previous week to watch. So I'm like, let's give it a shot. Let's see what's up. So I was happy I did. But like, I, I get I get I get your take, like not wanting to be bashed over the head with this. And yeah. You had some good concerns. Well, well, man, I think uh, we that's all we we brought to the table. That's all the toast we got, folks. Uh, five films, mm-hmm. though, and the and a, and a brand, hot brand new one. One you're only going to be able to see digitally 
as soon as t- tomorrow. Uh, if you download, yeah, Thursday. five films in fifty-five yeah. minutes. Oh, we got it. Psh. Well, it's going to be edited down, but as of yes, our yeah. recording, fifty-five minutes. Sorry, I cut you off. I was excited when you said five, and I'm like fifty-five. Oh man, I got a one-track mind here. Well, I we got to do the usual business. Make sure you. If you don't already, mm-hmm. go and follow all of the the good old socials, the Facebook, Instagram. We got ourselves a Reddit. You can come hang out on our Discord. We got uh, the Twitter that Adam is the king of over there. He's going to hashtag up some some tweets for you. Hashtag. The- you know what? You know what's lacking, and I apologize to any of our followers. Instagram. I'm sorry, we're a little behind on that. I got I got to step up to the plate that, for guys. you there. No, I I got to I got to fill in those blanks. Uh, actually, this coming week, uh, I'm gonna have you hold me to it, toasters. I'll start posting some of our news stories. We'll start showing up in our Instagram story. I'll just be reading them off live. You're gonna you're gonna nice. see my ugly mug. You could my fate Ooh. will be there. And <laughs> and kind of to bounce off of that, I have been starting because I will admit if you're following us on any of these socials, there's a lot of like promotion for the new episodes. But I'm w- slowly working in some fun facts about things and I'm working in working news into it. So we're trying to evolve here, guys. And uh if you have any interest in talking to us about movies, we're currently Looking to get a batch of uh, listeners to join in on this fun thing that we call Toasty Talk. We got a couple episodes in the can, and they're pretty fun, and I can't wait to share them with you. So please uh, get at us, uh, any of those places Dennis mentioned, at movie underscore toast and uh, hashtag Toasty Talk. And we'd love to sit down and talk to you guys on oh, Zoom for a little and bit. And be sure to check out the Toasty Talks that we do have available up on our... Uh, none, none, none are out, none are oh, out yet. So That's right. We're, we're kind of waiting to... We have one full up to about one and a half episodes edited, but out of like four or five, but I want to wait so we can consecutively drop them, but we do have some movie crumbs and uh, we haven't, we haven't done any news. I know this is called movie toast news and reviews, but we're trying to save up for some big news. We don't want to just give you COVID news and some other bullshit stuff like that. We we can keep slinging rumors, but we want to give you facts, folks. We want to give you the truth. Mm-hmm. So we're not the fudge fellas. We're the fucking movie, movie toast guys. We want to give you good stuff. Fudge fellas is on after this show. Again, more. <laughs> Please, it's hosted by some very interesting people. <laughs> uh, check them out. They're they're called uh, Fudge and uh, Fudge. They're they're both named Fudge and uh, yeah. I don't I, I don't know where I'm going with this one. I I wish I, w- I would save me, I but did, you set yeah. me up and fudge I and just fudge, the fudge fellas hosting oh, Fudge boy. Um. They, they they make artisanal fudge and then they uh have people come on they and just, try it. It's uh, I, I'm actually on episode oh five oh two. They're actually seven seasons in right now, guys. And uh their fudge is f- pretty fantastic. So if you're on Etsy and you want to try strangers making food and mailing it to you, uh search uh, Fudge Brothers. Uh their fudge is reasonably priced for uh, seven dollars and twenty six cents, plus about eighteen dollars in shipping and handling because these guys need to make some money. Oh my god. If you actually end up purchasing said fudge, I will be impressed. Please, please post it and hashtag it. Holy shit. Movie toast fudge. Dennis, 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 dude, dude. I'm trying to get a side <laughs> hustle here, man. We're going to make fudge and sell oh, it as the fudge we, and fudge. Don't tell them we right? are the fudge and, and we're going to have this yeah, secondary. Sure. Yeah, dude, because the show comes up after this. Uh, so, so they're going to hear some fucking fudgy fucking fucking uh, trailers in front of our episodes because now we're running fucking uh, other people's uh, fucking podcast trailers. So we got to change our voices that's, up a bit for this. I guess. We uh, I mean, I guess we are changing our voice for this one because we're seven uh, seasons into the other show, but I don't, <laughs> I don't either. With this. I don't either. I'm along for the ride, though, Adam. I'm always along oh, for the ride. Boy. I don't know where it's going or if it's even moving yeah, very fast. But you shouldn't. You should. You should really. You should throw a Molotov at that and just uh, yeah. take care of the car. Yeah, Down, down to the rims. Woo. All right. Well, folks, <laughs> I'm glad you stuck stuck with us for, for another episode. 50, 53. Mm-hmm. We have to, yeah, we're at 53, man. Rolling, it? We're Damn, rolling dude. right through Damn. Them. Well. Oh, guys, and big, 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 big thing. Thank you, guys, if you, oh. if you listen all the time. We just, uh, we just breached... 10,000 downloads and uh, eight of those, eight of those thousand, uh, 8,000 of those are from just the past couple of months. So 
fucking thank you guys. That's big. We're oh, so absolutely. thankful that for that. It means a lot. I'm glad everyone's listening. I hope you keep listening. We'll keep cranking this bad boy out and we're going to try to make it better and better for you folks. Hoping for another 10,000 uh, mm. before we know it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know how many downloads the fudge uh, cast has fudge and fudge. They only have like seven downloads. So it's like one. They, download don't, a season. they don't have anything on shrek cast so i don't care what you say shrek cast for low i mean shrek cast is still uh still growing uh i i really am repping shrek cast you can buy my merch shrek cast uh that that's available over on uh tpublic.com there's a lot of different shrek shirts i got going there's me on shrek's body like i'm actually like jumping on shrek like i'm a villager in the first movie when like farquads i was hoping it was a shirt of shrek wearing Um, a shirt of you Ooh, I know it's coming to Etsy in the year uh, 2021. <laughs> Got to get an artist to get that render up. Oh, my God. Yeah. There you go. Oh, boy. Thank you guys so much for checking this out. And once again, thank you to our uh, our great uh, editor, Mike, and his buddy yes. for making us our, our intro Love song. Love I it. think <laughs> I don't want to put them on the spot, but they might be making an outro song. They might not be, but... uh. <laughs> I'm just happy that we got some cool new jams and hopefully you guys learn to love them as much as we do. Oh yeah. The jams. Uh, yes. Absolutely. And the fudge. And the Shrek. Yeah. Ooh, yes, <laughs> definitely the Shrek. I know Dennis is still on the we're Shrek here. fence. But we're here. I think he'll jump over that. We're here for the toast. You're here for the toast. But you know we're always gonna have you stay toasty. <laughs>